Hey everybody, welcome back to Blah Blah Blah. I'm Cicely. I'm Genevieve. And I'm Zulema. And we are here to talk about the 24 things that we've learned in 24 years of life. Yes. This yes. is a little premature because Zoo and I are not quite yet 24. 24 years old. But this old girl when, over here. When you're hearing this, this this coming week we will be. Not me. <laughs> Can't do it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You guys, Zoo's hair right now. She's soft. <laughs> Let me see what she it looks like. She's like a mohawk. <laughs> so smooth it. She looks like she has a mohawk. Okay, okay, okay. This is when I wish we're better now. We're today. better. No, because your birthday's the 25th, so it'll be by this Sunday. You, it'll be. Yes, but your birthday is going to be on Sunday. So next week is our birthday week. Right? Yeah, but this is being released this week. I know. So on Sunday, I'm saying like when you guys are listening to it, this coming week will be our birthday week. Oh, our birthday Uh, week. We won't be 24 though. (laughs) How old are you turning? I'm turning 24. No, but your birthday's the 25th. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's (laughs) whatever. It does not matter. My birthday is the 25th. Cicely's birthday is the 27th. So just. Um, And our P.O. box is. (laughs) And mine's December 22nd. Do you guys care? (laughs) You guys were all the 20th, though, like in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in our 20s. You've had your golden birthday. Your golden birthday's coming up, so it's going to be double whammy since you're 25 and 25. Yeah. What should I do? Go crazy. Go crazy. Go okay. stupid. Go wild. <laughs> Should I go to Las Vegas? Yeah. No, I'm doing going to Las okay, Vegas. You, you can do that. You can claim that. Okay. No, you guys can do it too, though. It's not like I own Las Vegas. Do no, you? No, I kind of want to do something different. Maybe like a little Marfa birthday Ooh. or something. Yeah. Oh, that was blah, blah, blah. That wasn't me. That was Zoo. Or you. I think that it wasn't was me. me. Wait, can you turn my phone off? Oh, oh my God. For God's sake, you're so close to it. I'm out of town. I'm moving around. Thank you. Um, well, I have been 24 for January, February, March, five months, May, five Five months. months. And so I've learned a lot in these five months about being 24 and you guys also 24 years of life (laughs) (laughs) bad on this planet. We are so wise. Also the 24 24 years years. of life. It's the 24 things you've learned in 24 years. But also I'm 24. Exactly. Yeah, you have five months on us. Yeah, I know. Shit. She's an old girl. Anyway, um, we each wrote eight things. We kind of yeah. separated out because I think if we all wrote 24 things, this podcast We'd would be... We'd be here all night. God. You do not want to hear our voices for that long. You'd be like a seven-hour podcast episode <laughs> at the way we... At the Extended rate we talk. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> Extended cut. So I think we should just go through and like each say one and then go around the circle, you know? Yeah, cool. well, let's do it. This is like to preface... My dream episode because I have so many fucking quotes racked up in this notes app. She loves a good quote. I love a good quote, as you guys know on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is just kind of like a like this is just a time for you to disperse them all. It's just kind of like my golden moment, you know? Yeah. So hopefully I don't disappoint. You but these are the twenty four things that I've learned about myself. This is not like advice I'm giving to people, it's just what I've learned about yeah, me life too. in my twenty four years, twenty three and Same. a little bit. So my first one is and this one I think I learned kind of recently, like during COVID. I feel like I always talk about this, but life is way more enjoyable when you start living it for yourself instead yes. of living for other people and doing things that you think are like cool, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to do with like your authentic self, getting in touch with your authentic self. What do you want to do? What makes you happy? What raises your vibration? Not what looks good on Instagram or what you think is going to look cool or because all your friends are going out and you should go out too and all that stuff. I feel like in college, I really was 
and I'm glad I did it because it was really fun in the moment I think but I look back and I'm like did I even really want to like be doing all that stuff like did I really want to be going clubbing did I really want to be going out to bars to like 5 a.m I mean yeah kind of but (laughs) I'm glad I did it but I also was like COVID was such a blessing for me because it really just like slowed my life down and made me realize okay maybe that yeah maybe I wanted to do it in the moment but maybe it didn't make me the happiest and maybe it wasn't me living my true authentic self it was me trying to like do things because I was like that's what you need to be doing you need to be going out getting drunk staying out super late and doing all these things so I am so much happier now that I know what makes me happy and that I just continue to do those things and kind of like check in with myself if somebody gives me like a plan I think about it do I want to do this really or do I want to do this because I'm gonna have FOMO or I'm gonna feel left out or Mm -hmm. I'm gonna feel like everybody's doing something and I'm not or I want to talk about it or post about it or whatever yeah so that's my number one no I think that's such a good thing also because even like in the greater picture of like your whole life like okay everyone is graduating and then getting a job and then getting married or whatever and it's so easy to kind of follow what everyone else is doing because you feel like you should be doing that but remembering like what do you actually want to do and what makes you happy yeah it's a good one it has like it connects to so many things it's not just like you're saying going out or drinking or whatever it's like your life and your career and the choices you make like you should be my sister is kind of like in this boat right now she doesn't really know what she wants to do she loves traveling and so she's just like doing that right now and she's so apologetic for it and she's like I feel lost I don't I feel stuck I don't know what I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing and maybe there's an element of that but also like she's doing what she wants to do she's living her life to the fullest doing things that make her happy and you like shouldn't apologize for that because that's amazing yeah yeah definitely it's like staying in your own lane yeah in a good way yeah it's like when you do like yoga classes they always say like eyes on your own mat like mm-hmm. don't look around the room at like yeah. what everyone else is doing I it's such that. a good metaphor for life because yeah it's such a good quote i'm gonna add that, add to, my that to your bank <laughs> comparison is the thief of joy oh. okay well, that's another good one is that original <laughs> yeah I, I just came up with that you like that that's gorgeous Zero, you should like, make an instagram page for quotes oh yeah <laughs> Okay, G, what's your number one? Um, okay. it's, these are also in, like, no order. Like, oh, yeah. These okay, are not was, in order yeah. of importance. That's what I was just, just going like, to check. Just, like, your number. Like, what's... Yeah, it's just What'd you write one. down first? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Mm. Wow. Yes. Yeah, my therapist said that. I like that one. Um, Just, like, I think, to me, that means the universe just has a funny way of, like, working things out mm-hmm. and not to stress or worry about situations too much and just kind of like trust that things are happening for your ultimate benefit even in the if in the moment there might be suffering involved ultimately it's just for for your path and and not to take things as happening like against you like a lot I think a lot of people sometimes live like life is against them Mm -hmm. but when you just start to trust that everything's happening for some sort of reason for you Mm -hmm. I think it I think it just makes your life better I really do like to think that things happen for a reason I believe that for reals Mm -hmm. I do because every time I don't get an apartment or I don't get a job or I don't get a trip or whatever Whatever happened instead of that, I'm like, okay, if I, I just waited a few more months and mm-hmm. then a better thing came forward, you yeah. know? It's like, I think that's so good. And I do think it kind of, like, has to tie into, like, the rat race of life a little bit, you know? It's like we're all fighting in this race to, like, get to some place. 
but it's actually not like you're not you shouldn't be fighting you know like you should just be letting Mm -hmm. it's like changing your mindset it's not a rat race that you're fighting for it's you're living life and it's all happening for you and what will be will be yeah it's like finding meaning from everything that happens to you even if it's bad I totally agree. I love that one. Okay, Zoo. Love that. Okay. So, okay. First on my list, I wrote, no one actually knows what they're doing. And I Period. feel like <laughs> yes. I've found this out since graduating from college because I think I had this idea that like once I become an adult, I'm just suddenly going to know how to do things or yeah. it, with my job, like, oh, like all these people know what they're doing and I have no idea what's happening or what I'm doing and I just feel so lost and I think growing up I've realized that no one really knows what they're doing and everyone's kind of just like faking it till they're making it and you know you learn and then you become more experienced and that gives you confidence in things but ultimately no one knows what they're doing and that's fine and that brings me a lot of comfort. I also think that like also is in tandem with like you're always learning you know Mm -hmm, and I think even like my parents like I just spent um four days in Maine and stuff and they're trying to like figure out what to do like they've never been 63 they've never been in their 60s before they don't really know what they're doing so there's like a whole new world kind of opening up to them and I think they feel intimidated by certain things or making certain moves and you would think like okay they're my parents they've lived their life they're like successful they should know what they're doing but it's like even in tier like 60s 70s there's so much to learn mm-hmm. and we're always learning and nobody really does know what they're doing even if they look like they do you know yeah Right. I feel like even with, like, certain jobs, mm-hmm. I think people are under the assumption that people just, like, quote-unquote, like, know yeah. what they're doing. But there's so much, like, learning involved in everything and, like, so much learning and failure. And I yeah. think people are constantly – even people that you think are super successful – are really just learning. Yeah. yeah. Even with this podcast, like, we don't oh – we didn't God. know what we were doing and we didn't yeah. know how to post a podcast onto – the internet and then you just you look it up and you learn that is the beauty of living in this century is like we just have the internet we yeah have the internet this tool is right that is like so a helpful. constant it's like a an encyclopedia of anything you could ever want to learn mm-hmm. there's courses classes like all these different things online youtube videos anytime i don't know how to do anything i youtube it i'm like how do i do this <laughs> i'm visual so i need like the image and it's like crazy you can always learn like there's yeah. always stuff online yeah you're never like limited or you're never like even when you took that finance course during Mm -hmm. COVID it's like I'm not good at finance or I'm not good at money or anything like that or numbers god um don't ask me to balance your checkbook (laughs) (laughs) or do your taxes but I'll try um but like you can go online take a course and then at least you have like some sort of knowledge you can build upon so right yeah I think that's so good thanks my second one is put time into smaller amounts of very meaningful relationships. Like, I think I've learned that less is more. I think Mm -hmm. when I was in college and in high school, I was like, okay, I have to have so many friends and I have to have so many people to fill this room and so many people to hang out with and whatever. And it's like, my life has gotten so much better since only having, like, five friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so much better because I have so much time for those five people and I can communicate well, and we can have like a really meaningful relationships where they know me so well, and I'm so comfortable with them. Yeah, I think it's good to put yourself out of your comfort zone and like go hang out with people that maybe you're not very close with because that like builds, I don't know, character. But and it's always nice to make new friends. But I think it, it my life has gotten so much better since having fewer friends. 
And I think when I was younger, I just didn't see like the beauty and only having like a few friends. I thought you had to have like a plethora. Mm-hmm. It's like the quality over quantity yeah. mentality. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think when you're younger, like you have birthday parties and slumber parties and you should have like 10 people there. Like, who do you want to invite to your birthday party? Right. You know, it's like mm-hmm. 10, 15 people. And I think I just thought that had to kind of carry through everything. And I mean, I remember my dad, when I went to college, he's like, you're going to meet the best friends of your life here. And I didn't. Like, I'm at Zoo through G, thank God. But, like, I did not meet my best friends for life in college or high school. Really, I met Bailey in high school. But I think I just had this idea that, like, you're just going to continually grow and, like, add to your friend group and add so many people and add so many people as you get older. And I didn't. And I also feel like my parents moved so much, and so I was moving schools a lot. So it was really hard to, like have a friend group that I've had since pre-k you know and I remember a lot of like my family friends they went to like the same school since preschool like a lot of people in Maine went to the same school since preschool and they have these amazing friendships with like 15 people Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god I have to have that like I really want that I need that and then I kind of realized like now I love my friends quality over quantity for me at least works really well Mm -hmm. right I agree um, okay, my second one is listen to your inner voice, which Cicely was kind of mentioning earlier. Um, and I'm here with the first quote of the episode. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Um, Ram Das has a really great quote that says, the minute you make a decision, if you feel it's disharmonious with some other plane of existence, you must go back inside again. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so great because I do really believe that your gut is like your second brain and the more that you are in tune with it the more that you'll trust it and listen to it but I feel like it takes intention and effort to listen to it because kind of what you were saying earlier there's so many I think things that we think we should do and that can kind of lead our decision making versus just tapping into your authentic self your true self and then asking yourself what is in line with that yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's like something you're constantly learning too it's like that's I mean yeah you've learned that in 24 years but you've learned to like that that's important to stay in tune with that but I think that is something that you constantly have to like focus on and like re-remind yourself like okay Mm -hmm. what is my authentic self what is my path what is whatever what is my gut saying yeah it's like listening to your gut because you know what's best for you yeah, I've, like, ignored it, too. I feel like that's also why this is something that I've learned in my 24 years, because I have ignored it, and, like, the consequence has always been the same. It's mm-hmm. always been, um, What's in What's, in like, the insanity thing? What's that quote? Yeah, insanity is doing the same thing and expecting the same The same outcome. thing over and over again and, and expecting, expecting a different result. Yeah. Or something, yeah. Do you want to say that quote one more time? <laughs> yeah. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, which... So basically my life. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> No, but yeah, I think that's definitely, if you don't listen to yourself, you're going to see the same patterns pop up in your life, mm-hmm. which to me is kind of like the universe trying to show you what you need to change. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you just keep doing the same thing over and over, you're not really going to learn so just like tuning into yourself I just feel like is so important yeah I love that I love that one okay my next one is progress not perfection Mm. um 
I think sometimes doing something badly is better than not doing it at all and kind of this mentality of embracing failure because so many times I've been paralyzed by the fear of something not being perfect and I do think that I'm kind of a perfectionist and I want things to be perfect and if I can't make it perfect I just don't want to try it all and this came up a lot in college when I was writing essays and I was like I this isn't what I want it to be or I expect like what I know I can can do and then I just end up not doing it at all when it's better to just try and fail and maybe it's not what you want it to be but then you're just going to keep learning and the more you do it maybe it eventually will become what you want it to be but you're not going to know unless you try right yeah yeah so exactly trying to make progress and not perfection it's like so i totally get that it's like when you do something or create something you have like such a specific image in your head of what it's going to be like and how do you like create that image of what it is and sometimes you can't and it can be like very paralyzing Mm -hmm. to create something and it's not exactly what you want and then you're like well why do I even do it like it's not perfect I don't want to submit it yeah or I don't want to like show this to anybody or I also feel like that is kind of similar to I think a lot of people stop themselves from doing stuff for like fear of embarrassment or something Mm -hmm. too I mean it's a little different but that also can be very paralyzing and I think once you start to realize that like life is just way too short to like be embarrassed by things or to just write not like just do something and okay maybe it ends up being bad or mediocre but like at least you tried you did it you tried to do it that's more than a lot of people can say it's so true that's that's a great lesson in my life I mean like even with TikTok like I was so embarrassed to get on TikTok and I love it or like YouTube Mm -hmm. I loved making YouTube videos but anytime anybody mentioned it I'm like oh my god I'm not posting for like years like I'm so embarrassed (laughs) and then it's like why like why you like doing it so like why are you being so embarrassed about it like nobody gives a shit I feel like I had like a lucky upbringing in the way that like I was a kid when I was acting so it's like all of my embarrassing like adolescent years are just online for everyone to see so it's almost like she goes lucky I'm like that would be hell (laughs) but I feel like it ended up being like so lucky for me because I don't get embarrassed by things yeah I really don't like and that's why you can like I think stand up for yourself or like mm -hmm. speak your mind more than Zoo and I can in like certain situations because like even in Jamaica with that guy who sat down with us at dinner like I think I'm non-confrontational because I don't want to like be it's like embarrassing for me for some reason to like speak my mind sometimes in certain situations but you're like so confident in that yeah and maybe because you've gotten all that like out of the way yeah no I'm definitely I'm such an advocate for people like don't people aren't also like worried about they're not really judging you like and if they are judging you that is more of a reflection on them than it is on you so It's just, like, do what makes you happy. Like, if you like making YouTube videos or TikTok or whatever it is, like, just do it for yourself. Because seriously, life is too short. No one's going to, like, you're not going to die one day and people are going to be like, ew, that was so embarrassing. Her TikToks that she made during her lifetime, like, no. My video today. (laughs) (laughs) My third I'm going to play that at your funeral. please don't. My mom's going to be, she's there now. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. Um, Okay. Damn. Yeah, I don't think your mom's gonna be there. Hopefully I know, but not. I'm like, then I say hopefully not. Then I'm like, oh, I don't worry, guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, it took me down a rabbit hole. Period. I remember that. Period. My next one is this is a quote from my therapist, which I love. Let's go, therapist quote. Yes. People can only respect you as much as you respect yourself. Mm, okay? Oh my god. 
literally slay literally slay <laughs> literally and then in same line with that when we honor ourselves other people will honor us in return yeah. so those Ooh! are like the same thing so yes. it's like about tuning into yourself I feel like always like I'm like oh I want to be like cool to that person or I want them to respect me or I want them to think I'm smart or I want them to whatever but they're not going to think that unless you think that about yourself yeah so it's not about what anybody else thinks not Mm -hmm. about what anybody else is judging you for whatever that's like totally in the back don't even think about that what's in the forefront what you should be thinking about is like do I honor myself do I respect myself if I do and if I work to do that if I don't do it right now other people will see that in me and feel that same way about me yeah I love that because I always was like Mm. oh well like I just want them to respect me like I just want them to respect what I'm thinking or respect my thoughts or whatever or like I want them to think I'm cool or I want them to like honor what I want and like my opinions or whatever my therapist is like nobody's gonna respect you unless you respect yourself Mm. nobody's gonna honor you unless you honor yourself so I'm like it's great because it also, like, it turns it in on yourself and it makes it something you can work on, you know, yeah. which I really like. Right. It's like Whereas, that RuPaul like, quote. Which what? Um, how, how is anyone going to love you if you can't love yourself? No, p- period. Period. Right. That's so true. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah. but it makes it more like, RuPaul. <laughs> it makes it more like an active, my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> RuPaul. Seriously. But it makes it more of like an active thing right yourself you like, can do like something that you about can it. do yeah. rather than like critiquing oh he doesn't respect me or so he's treating happen. me badly yeah. or like whatever mm-hmm. it is um yeah making yourself like an active participant in it and I think in that, in that similar vein like that could lead to you ending friendships or that could lead to like you ending relationships or whatever that is like if you're like are finding okay like I need to respect myself and like this person does not respect me or this person whatever like if I do respect myself and that stuff is not coming mm-hmm. to me like maybe that's not my person or maybe that's not my friend or mm-hmm. whatever like if they can't respect you and honor you and what you want when you're respecting yourself and honoring yourself then like there's the disconnect you know it's not yeah. on them it's on them now because you've done the work on yourself mm-hmm. it's good it's really good period and that's on period okay <laughs> my third one i wrote is i found that silence and solitude are essential Girl. For reconnecting with yourself. Yes. yes. Right. Yes, Which yes. I definitely, I feel like I used to kind of think that was like a problem that I had because I grew up as an only child. I definitely spent a lot of time by myself and I felt like I always kind of needed to change that like for other people, whether it was like relationships or something like socially or something. I was like, okay, I need to like, you know, get out of my comfort zone more like not, but I feel like I've started to really like treasure that about myself because I've noticed that that's when like the most honest thoughts come up Mm -hmm. is like when I am by myself completely you know really like taking that time to check in that's when I find out how I'm really feeling about stuff because when you're just kind of in the chaos of life and you're just kind of doing the on to the next thing and the next thing and next thing you can easily distract yourself I think Mm -hmm. yeah um from what's important or things that you need to maybe think more deeply about and um I just always find that like my alone time really helps me sort through my thoughts and um and also like be my best like creative self I mean Mm -hmm. there's so many benefits to spending time with yourself and also um when you enjoy spending time by yourself then you're not using other people Mm -hmm. as like an escape a crutch or something then you're just like truly enjoying other people's company rather than like using them to 
to kind of like hide in a little yeah. bit yeah so yeah I think well because I'm an introvert and so I feel like I recharge the best when I'm alone so I definitely relate to that yeah I think we all are kind of like that we all need like our nights to selves our time by ourselves I think yeah our recharge definitely is like let's sit on the bed and not talk to each other yeah. <laughs> like be by yourself completely you're scrolling Instagram go through the photos for that day but I also think like the best people in your life will like understand that about you and then be like that's a really cool trait that, mm-hmm. that that's the way that you you know yeah. work yeah so yeah I've just had people in the past to be like wanting to change that about myself and then I thought it was wrong but now I'm like really realizing I think it's actually kind of a superpower like I do all my best like work by myself yeah so. I think it also like makes you appreciate I mean kind of similar to what you're saying like your friends are now like you're you're with them hanging out with them because you want to and like they're not filling some void in you or whatever mm-hmm. like you're really enjoying their presence I think it's like the same for um like relationships too you know it's like with anybody like even with family you know like when you're with family oh, all the time, yeah. you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah. but then I spend some time alone and I'm like oh I miss my family you know like I yeah, want to go back right. or I miss my boyfriend I want to go hang out with him or whatever appreciate him more I now. just think alone time just makes you appreciate everybody around you and even like random people in the street in New York you know you're like oh that was so funny you yeah know, instead of that yeah. was annoying totally love that Okay, I keep saying love that to like everything. <laughs> you love that. it. I keep I saying love period. everything. <laughs> I keep I've, I've been trying to take a shot it. every time I say love that. And Sisley says period for, or fulfilled. <laughs> I've been trying to take slay out of my vocabulary. Like oh, so God, I have to too. intently. To it's so overdone. Yeah. Okay, my next one is you can't please everyone. And yeah. I think period. this is so... <laughs> slay. I love that. <laughs> I think that... But like, honestly, yeah. like, period to all of these. You yeah. Know? Slay to all of these. Love that to all of these. Uh, I guess I've learned that, like, no one, not everyone will like you. And I think every, I think I'm a very big people pleaser. And I, sometimes that causes me to not say certain things or not, like, express how I'm truly feeling. But I don't think everyone's going to like you. They're going to be people that just, like, don't mesh with you. And that's all right. And... I don't think everyone has to be your best friend. So, yeah, I think that's... Well, it's so normal, too, you know? It's, like, normal to not get along with everybody. It's normal to have different opinions than other people. It's normal to have different hobbies or activities or things you like and things you don't like, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it honestly... Yeah, you, like, don't have to please everybody, but I think even in not pleasing everybody, like you could be building, like, stronger relationships, you know? Because, like, you Mm -hmm. can... There's conversation, you know? And, like... If you if you all agree on everything and you're all like thinking the same thing all the time and you're just like on the same whatever, it's not very interesting, you know? Yeah. It's like it's nice to have like a nice conversation with somebody even if they're like not fully in agreement with you or you're not like pleasing them or saying everything they want to hear or whatever. I think it could strengthen relationships too. Yeah, I think I'm often like worried about what other people think about me and really what other people think about me is their business and they can do what they want and that's mm-hmm. fine. But I think what's important is what I think about myself. And I think that goes back to your thing of respecting yourself. Also, it's just so exhausting. I know. Like, it is so tiring, like, trying to make everybody like you. Or, like, I find myself, like, conforming into what people, like, what I think people expect me to be or something. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember one time, well, I think it was an ex-boyfriend, said, like, I said, like, what, what's something that you really like about me? And he said, like, oh, how bubbly you are. 
And so then I found myself like putting on like this bubbly personality to like make this person like me even if I was in a bad mood. And I'm like, well, that's not being honest with myself. And it's fucking tiring. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's tiring like (laughs) trying to do this like dance, you know, for everyone and trying to get them to like you. So like I totally relate. Yeah. I love that one. Period. Period. Um, <laughs> my number four is, and this might not be like advice for everybody, but I think in certain situations, like I'm pretty reactive, whether it might not be verbally or like anything that you guys, anybody can see, but it's like internally in my head or like I'm mad or I'm pissed about this or whatever. But I think with my family, especially I'm very reactive with them just because my patience with them is pretty thin. Um, and I just whatever so my fourth is sit on it like that's Mm. always been that's Mm -hmm. like my new one for the last like year I would say like since starting therapy is just like sit on it just see how you feel about it in like a couple hours in four hours think about it journal about it really like talk to somebody about it who's like not in the situation or whatever yeah I just think that helps me so much because nine times out of ten if I sit on something I don't want to bring it up like later you know I'm like right. oh, that wasn't really worth it or like that wasn't really a big deal or like mm. I was like a little I had maybe two drinks in me and I was like getting frisky or whatever it is like <laughs> yeah sometimes I'm just hungry like yeah, I just need a meal and like, then just, I'm like yeah. actually that doesn't matter yeah like literally. I don't care it's like and with my family especially it's like my mom and I've been doing like a lot of work this year to like really strengthen our relationship and that's something that's like really helped our relationship is me just like sitting on it and not bringing it up in the moment and just being like okay being by myself getting my solitude and thinking Mm -hmm. about it and being Mm -hmm. like literally I'll go to bed and I know like sleep on it is not really like don't go to bed angry or whatever is like not good it's not angry it's just you go to bed you wake up usually I'm like that wasn't that did not need a conversation or I'm glad I didn't bring that up like nine times out of ten I'm happy I didn't bring it up yeah there's a lot of things that you can like process on your own time and if you feel that it's necessary to bring it up then bring it up but a lot of times you can just sit on it and I do feel like a lot of the times after I sit on it I realize it's probably something with me you know like that I need to like work through or whatever and I know um like my therapist always like well anger like breeds like resentment or something like that and when I'm angry that I'm like in that moment I'm like so resentful like Mm -hmm. and it just really affects my whole mood or like my whole thoughts about somebody mm-hmm. but if I just like sit on it don't let myself get angry about it just like think about it the next morning when I'm not like heated or reactive I'm like that was did not need a conversation I'm so glad I didn't bring that up yeah, yeah. um my fourth one is that lovers come and go friendships are fr- yeah! <laughs> Ew, ew, ew. Literally so true, though. So fucking good. <laughs> this whole thing like, is cheesy, yeah, but like, whatever. But it's, it's true. true. <laughs> oh, my God. She hit, like, a high G there. It's true. Um, yeah, it's – you definitely, like, learn it over time because I think every time you get into a relationship, you do think, oh, this is going to last forever. Or you, you kind of sometimes can get in that mindset, you know, because you're – boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever feels like your best friend too Mm -hmm. and so you're like they're always going to be in my life I can't imagine my life without them but then people come and go in your life and even if you might feel that way you know it's not necessarily true but I do think that like your close friends are like 
your lifers normally. Yeah. Um, your chosen family. Your chosen family. Mm-hmm. So, like, cultivating those relationships, I just feel like, is so important. Like, as much work as we put into, like, a, a romantic relationship, I feel like you should put double, triple into, like, yeah. your friendships and really making, like, an effort to make them strong. It's, like, pl- like plants. You got to water yeah. them. Yeah. And... So yeah, I just, I've definitely learned that because you notice that as you get older, it's like your friends are a constant and then relationships kind of like come in and out. I also like a really green flag for me when I'm in relationships is like when the person that I'm dating is like so supportive of my friendships and like wants me to go Mm -hmm. hang out and wants me to have girls night and wants me to like whatever. Like, that's such a green flag for me because I'm like, okay, they see it too. Like, they see... Mm. Not that we're going to break up And when they have close friendships exactly. too that they prioritize. Yeah. Yeah. I used to I always think it. like, oh my God, he's having like time with the boys. Like, ew, yeah. gross. Why mm. is he not spending time with me? But now I really appreciate that yeah. because it shows that they prioritize their friends. And I think that's great. And that they're able to maintain like a long-term relationship. Yeah. That's like such an amazing skill and you you work on that throughout your life with your friends you know if you Mm -hmm. really prioritize them so such a good one g totally totally a hundred percent um heard heard for sure (laughs) okay my fourth one is invest in experiences not things okay you can also invest in things but i feel like the things that i value the most have been experiences like traveling or dinner nights um i feel like dinner nights <laughs> love a dinner night <laughs> those are the the memories that i really remember the most and that i value and sometimes you don't even have to spend money on that it can just be like hanging out with a friend or doing something fun so i think investing in experiences is so important i like that's i resonate with that 100% and i think something that I always think about is like okay our road trip across the country mm. I don't remember a single thing I bought on that road trip right. a single piece of clothing a single I remember some meals but not really like I remember us like having like yeah. driving and having so much fun together mm-hmm. and our experiences and going to the national parks and like the funny moments that happened like I don't remember the things that I purchased I don't even and know if even I still like have the them. places that we stayed at yeah, yeah. like the I Airbnbs yeah. I, I like remember those like yeah. the Joshua Tree like that was so special yeah. it was like I totally agree. Yeah. Investing in like an experience. Like, I don't remember what we ate yeah. there, but I remember or what I was wearing, but <laughs> yeah. I remember like us being there. Yeah, and the environment. It's so true. I I'm definitely a big fan of, you know, prioritizing like traveling and those types of experiences rather than material mm-hmm. things. Yeah. My fifth one is strong people admit their shit. Mm-hmm. I love that because my least favorite quality in people is defensiveness like I just hate that because you can't have a conversation if somebody's being defensive that's it's over it's done you know Mm -hmm. like then you're defending yourself you know and it just creates this like back and forth and I think when people are being defensive yes you can have a conversation and say your point without being defensive but I think when people are being defensive it means they're not like wanting to admit their stuff and I think when somebody just owns their shit and goes into a conversation is like I messed up even if they didn't think they fully messed up or whatever they're like I messed up I did this I was overreacting and I'm really sorry can we talk about this or whatever Mm -hmm. you immediately are coming into the conversation with your guards down you know and if you don't go in like admit your shit 
then your guards are always up and like you can't it like limits your relationships I feel like so I think I used to be like kind of defensive or like oh I just want to like say my point I want to get my point across but like the second I started just coming into conversations admitting my shit and being like I can see how that hurt you like that was really bad of me like I shouldn't have done that or like that I'm really sorry you felt that way like I can totally see your side like I did that and that was not good it just like takes the weight off your shoulders too you know because you're not fighting you're just admitting stuff whatever and it's so brave to be vulnerable and it's so Mm -hmm. much like when someone gives that to you it's easier for you to give that to them Mm -hmm. and you're right it's just it's such a better conversation when people are just open and like honest with themselves and their faults and their shit yeah they're whatever it's then you could actually learn something. Yeah. If you're having a conversation like, with a wall. humanizes someone. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you're not going to really get anywhere. And I think when, yeah. if anytime I've been like in a fight with my mom or whatever, it's like when she comes to me and she's defensive, then I'm defensive, you know? But if she yeah. comes to me with her walls down, then I'm like not even really mad anymore, you know? I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. Don't worry, you know? Yeah. Like it really just like brings everybody down to like we're all human, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Then it like creates more room for empathy, I yeah. feel like. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, my fifth one is going on a walk and being in nature will make you feel better about almost anything. Oh, yeah. Yes. I I always forget about that, but it's so true. I wish somebody was like, anytime I'm upset, they're like, just go on a walk and you'll feel so much better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like not some revolutionary thought, but I definitely feel like. It's great to be reminded, you know? I've really learned that because sometimes I think in the past I've like resisted doing that because when you feel sad or depressed or upset about something sometimes you just want to kind of go into like a hole but I think getting outside of yourself can sometimes just be so helpful like reminding yourself that there's other people with other problems and it's not just you like you're not the center of the universe and I think um, I'm just gonna <laughs> be yourself be myself well I don't think I'm the center of the universe because when you walk outside in New York City and you interact with humanity it can just really help yeah. your ego you know kind of like drop a little bit because you have to walk by people that are sleeping on the street and walk by people you know young old poor rich like it's just nice to get yourself in humanity Mm-hmm. so taking a walk I just think is amazing and then I also feel like every time that I go either it's back to Maine or like upstate or somewhere where there's nature and there's not people just like constantly rushing in, yeah you know kind of takes you of out life. of your own world and realize yeah. that like your problems aren't that big yeah and puts it into perspective yeah I realized like I remember when I first came to New York for college my parents moved here at the same time and I didn't leave until like March of the next year so I was here in New York I didn't go home for Christmas I didn't go home for Thanksgiving because I went to my parents house in New York and it's like a city it's hustle bustle it's like I was so emotional those like obviously it was college too the beginning of college so it was such a big transition but I was so like emotional and just crying all the time and I was like I'm so sad like I don't know what to do with my life I'm so like depressed and then I literally think I went up to Maine or like I went back to San Francisco and I was like Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> it's okay. No, there's like something about like being near trees yeah. and like being on grass. It's touch I'm, grass. Touch grass. I do really just feel like it's it's extremely like vital. It's like wa- it's like drinking water. I think mm-hmm. you need to do it. Yeah. Like it's it's essential yeah. for survival. I think mine actually is kind of along the same lines. I wrote 
don't worry about the small things and also like it won't matter in five years from now. I think a lot of the things that I was stressed about, whether it was a test or a bad day at work, it seemed like the end of the world in that moment. And then just taking a step back and realizing that one, you're not gonna remember this, it's not gonna matter five years from now. And also like, it's just not that big of a deal. Like it might seem like the end of the world right now, but it's not Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get past it. And even though it seems like a really hard thing, it's you're you're gonna be fine in the end. Yeah, I remember in high school I was like having a really hard time. This like one time I don't know, and my mom was like, "Okay, think about it. Five years from now, think about it. This is gonna be a blip." And in that moment, I was yeah. like, "You bitch, you understand? <laughs> like this is so incredibly hard." She's like, "Think about it five years from now." And it's like I don't even remember what I was upset about yeah. for reals. No, it's. So true. I mean, time just heals everything. But I, I do time think... Time heals all wounds. That's an original quote <laughs> that I just came up with. Um, blah, 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 2023. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think, especially in high school and college and stuff, when you're in a school, everything feels so much bigger than it really is. Or even like heartbreak. It yeah. seems yeah. like you're dying. Yeah. Or a panic attack. Or just... Mm-hmm. There's so many things where it seems like the end of the world. And then you look back on it and you're like, oh, that was funny. I was so upset about that. A lot of things are just like, anyway. (laughs) Okay, mine is um, success isn't based on productivity. Yes. And then with that, like your job doesn't really define you. But I think it's more so like success isn't based on productivity. I think every time I even like come into my therapy sessions – She's like, how are you? I'm like, or if anybody even asked me how I am, I'm like, I'm good. Well, like, I had a really good work day. Like, I got a lot of stuff done. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think I really used to in the past. I'm still working on, like, not defining my success or how good of a day I had based on how productive I was. Like, sometimes I feel like if I wasn't productive, oh, that day was a wash. Like, I'm not even counting that day. Yeah. Like, that didn't even happen. And it's not about that. It's about, like, so many more things than that. It's not about my productivity. And I think I just have, like, forever – I don't know why. I, think, I don't think New York helps that in me. But mm-hmm. I think kind of same with, like, perfectionism a little bit. But it's, like, if I don't get a lot done that day or I don't feel like I got a lot done that day, like, I don't feel good about myself. Like, I don't feel successful that day. Like Yeah. Which I have been learning to, like, rewire. I think a lot of people – oh, hi, Bill. Bill Hunchy is calling me. <laughs> Can I call you later? I'm filming. Um, I think especially in New York, there's kind of this mentality of if you're not doing a million things at once, you're failing. And it's important to realize that that's like, you, yeah, your success does not define you or like your uh, the amount of things you're doing does not define you. Yeah. Also, my therapist and I talk a lot about like the roles that we play. We're like really we're all just like a soul but we like play these roles and sometimes we start to like identify with them like Mm -hmm. oh I'm a mother or like I'm an actress or I'm an editor like a singer or something but that's not like actually who you are yeah Yeah. and then that's when you get caught up in like I'm an investment banker and so that's the most important thing about me that's all I'm going to talk about that's all that's going to like define Mm -hmm. my happiness when really you're just a soul and then that's just a role that you're taking on and like roles change throughout your life so it's good to not get too attached to them it's so true i really like that thank you um okay my next one is 
regretting anything is a waste of time. Everything is a lesson and everyone is your teacher, which I just Mm -hmm. feel like is so, so, so important and kind of relates to what you were saying, Zoo, about trying things Mm -hmm. and letting like failure be a lesson in and of itself, like not needing to be perfect because if you see everything as a lesson you don't really want to regret anything because you want to learn from it so can you repeat that one more time I just want it to like sink in yeah I just said regretting anything's a waste of time everything is a lesson and everyone is your teacher yeah yeah I think if you spend too much time thinking about your past or I do this all the time when I'm constantly replaying conversations I've had and I'm like oh my god why did I say that I should have said this I should have responded this way like anxiety oh my god and you can't move forward if you're always thinking about the past yeah and it's just like you get caught in that maze it's so horrible so yeah like, even when I came over to your house the other day and I was like oh my god I said this thing like these people probably hate me <laughs> yeah and it wasn't even bad and then I was just replaying it and replaying it and, and replaying they're not it. they probably and are nobody's not even thinking, about, thinking about it and I'm literally yeah. coming over to G's house like oh my god can you believe I even said that <laughs> right. like what it's just a waste of time it is such a waste of time okay my no regrets no regrets no regrets oh wait no Zuzu. Zuzu's next oh yeah um my next thing oh I did more than eight but I'm just gonna let's see which one am I gonna choose okay another thing I said was it's never too late um to do something I think there's always things that I have in the back of my mind of like oh I want to do this but oh maybe it's too late to do that or I I should have done that earlier like I don't know if I should do that and I think I spend so much time thinking about doing things and not actually doing it that it's I just end up wasting so much time and even if you know we're still young we have a lot of time but even if you're old it's never too late to go for your dreams or do something that you've always wanted to do I totally so agree just well, Ellie my roommate she her mom like just got her bartending license and she's like 54 or something and she's like bartending parties and like loves it yeah and she was so nervous to go to school to like get her like license and I was we were like, just do it. Just do it. Like, it's never too late to learn something. And she did it. And she's, like, so happy. Mm-hmm. Even, like, Ellie becoming a nurse. Like, going to nursing yeah. school. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's never too late. And you can put all these obstacles in front of you. Like, oh, well, I could have done it this. Now I have this. How am I going to pay for this? You know, like, all this stuff. But I think that's such a great one. Thanks. Yeah. You're just on your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. My seventh one is the less we have to put on, in other words, like, less of a facade, or like layers of ourselves the closer we are with our authentic selves and then the more we will attract the things that are good for us mm-hmm. yes so i think when we're trying to be somebody else or trying to be cool or trying to look good or whatever like the more layers of yourself you have to put on the less of the, like your authentic self you are the more you're like pushing those things that are meant to happen for you that are gonna find them their way to you like away and the less layers you have the more connected to your authentic self the easier those things are gonna have like the easier time those things are gonna have finding you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I think is so great it's like even with anything it's like when like you think you have to be cool or like you have to do this to be cool it's like you're not attracting the things that like are really like destined for you you know like you're not attracting the things that you really want out of life you're Mm -hmm. it can't find you it's like you have a mask on it like can't puncture through Whereas if you're just yourself, like, you're going to have conversations with people. You're going to meet people. You're going to be going to things that you actually really want to go to instead of doing something that you think is going to look cool, you know? And you're going to be meeting people. And 
everything's just gonna work out for you and also, come to you probably the things that you think are cool like or the people that you think are cool are just being their authentic self yeah because yeah that's always the coolest people is the people that are like totally confident in who they are and put that out there it's never those people that are seem like they're trying to be something that they're not mm-hmm. that you're like attracted to energetically it's like people who just are that way it's so yeah. true so it's like just being you is cool like that's what's so I think it takes a lot of time to realize that because especially like in school or whatever you're always like you're so kind of like trying to figure yourself out so you are just trying to be like other people mm-hmm. but then you like realize like you are the coolest yeah. person yeah exactly yeah. and also like accept yourself for who you are and don't yeah. try to be something that you're not I think a lot of times I feel like oh I should be like this extroverted person that's so good at talking to new people but that's just not who I am I'm a pretty shy person and I've realized that that's okay and people who like that will like me so yeah 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 and people who take the time to get to know you those are the people you want to be around anyway not the person who meets someone who's shy immediately Mm -hmm. and is like "Ah, on to the next you know you really want to meet people that are going to take the time to get to know you yeah I think that's kind of what I'm saying it's like the things that are good for us like when you are like okay maybe you are shy like instead of faking and being like an extrovert like just Mm. be your introvert self and like the people that really are good for you like the things that are good for you Mm -hmm. will find you yeah and they will stick um my next one I wrote is I've learned to be less attached to outcomes um here's a quote for you from Alan Watts he says Mm. there is a contradiction in wanting to be perfectly secure in a universe whose very nature is momentariness and fluidity which is so true it's just such a good quote because everything is just constantly changing and in motion like just try your best to like not hold on to things too much I feel like that's just something I'm constantly working on but I've I've definitely I've definitely learned that you know in like the past few years especially just like things change people change life is constantly in motion and that's kind of like the beauty of it Mm -hmm. and to just kind of like ride the waves and not let yourself get too worked up I guess or attached to things um it's kind of like the saying people are in your life for a reason a season or a lifetime yeah Mm -hmm. and either is fine you know maybe they're there for a season and you had fun but yeah, don't become attached to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And you're never just going to be like perfectly secure. It's just yeah, it's just not going to happen. Everything, I, it's like you could have your dream job and like lose it, or you could have yeah. a job you hate and yeah. lose it, and you could like. There's just so many things that could always happen. So, just never get too, I guess, like secure. Yeah, just yeah. be grateful for what you have in that moment. Yeah, that's all you can do. And I think that's also yeah. like kind of the beauty of life is like the quote says like everything is so fluid so like if you are unhappy like it'll change you know like it'll flow like if you are confused about something or upset about something like it'll flow it'll be fluid and like every like don't get too secure in thing is like can kind of seem like scary but it's Mm -hmm. just there's beauty in change you know and fighting against that is what's going to create more suffering not you know just just going with the flow is the best thing you can do for your happiness yeah yeah totally I kind of had one that was kind of similar to that is the hardest times lead to the most growth. Mm. I think sometimes when you're in a really low place, you can feel very defeated. 
But in retrospect, when you look back at those times, you realize that's where you grew the most. And it can be really hard to get through, but I think it's really important to growing as a person and evolving. And I think you need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you are able to grow and change. Yeah. There was a quote, I forget who it's from, not to bring up another quote, but it's like suffering is the space between what is and what you want. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like such a great quote to like put things in perspective. You know, I think people just kind of want things now, especially in New York. They're like, well, I want this money now. I want a new job now. I want to be successful now. But it's like, they're like, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to go through all that. But it's Mm -hmm. like, that is where you grow. And like that suffering is, even though you might not want it, it's important because it's like the path to getting you yeah. where you want to be yeah it's even in running like I you know I was running for a while a couple a couple years ago and then I stopped and now starting up again it's so hard but I know that like the more that I do it the better that I'll get and mm-hmm. so you know in order to get to where you want to be you have to go through those hard things and persevere yeah. uncomfortability like breeds growth well, you guess. always yeah. say you're like you're only gonna grow if you're like you do the most growth do the most growth when you're uncomfortable Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if you already said that but like I always think about that whenever I'm uncomfortable I'm like well I'm growing I mean even like when you're physically growing growing pains hurt you know but then you're taller yeah Yeah. okay my last one of course I had to end it here passion and consistency (laughs) you can get anything you want with passion and consistency baby classic Sicily this is like my number one quote literally you can do anything you want with passion and this is an original baby original this is not from a therapist an online source a a book H original yes passion and consistency will get you whatever you want yeah for reals Period. Totally. Nothing else needs to be said. Yeah, about that's that. it. Speaks for itself. I'm dropping my mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last one is: in any given moment, we have the choice to act out of love or fear. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I think that kind of goes back yes. to mine, where like strong people admit their shit. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if you're acting with fear, you know, it's like you're not really like admitting your stuff, maybe. But like mm-hmm. if you're acting out of love like you're strong like you're like you're showing love like you're admitting your stuff and maybe it doesn't really connect that much but yeah I think so no it does yeah I think also when you are judging people that's you acting out of fear Mm -hmm. and I think trying to see the best in someone is acting out of love and that will that will make you happier yeah and make you Mm -hmm. a better person I always say like whenever I have like a tough conversation like I've only really done this with like boyfriends try it. I don't really like get in beef with my friends but I always like hold hands because mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. it, even with my sister like I've been doing it with my mom recently like if it's if you're holding hands you're like I, I love you that's where I want to start you know like we're holding hands like none of this is aggression like none of this is that I don't like you or whatever it's just mm-hmm. like, like there's there's a basis in love and I think you can really like work through a lot of things like when you just like hold somebody's hands and just Right. I think it's being empathetic, just understanding where someone is coming from, even if you don't really understand why someone is doing that, just trying to trying to see maybe what their thought process is or where they're at. Yeah. Why they're reacting a certain way. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. Being empathetic is so important. Empathy's like so hard too sometimes. Yeah. It's like it is a skill you have to like continue to remind yourself, like, okay, how can I be more empathetic in this situation? Or like am I not being empathetic to something that they're going through or whatever? I just even feel like in like a greater sense too, it's like 
so much of like the world suffering is because like people are acting out of fear it's yeah. like why there why wars happen it's why like um division happens so it's like I just think every single decision you make if you can try to like remember and think like okay am I acting out of love or fear it's it's like a choice that you have to make on a daily basis because I feel like that's kind of what our whole world is like created out of those yeah. two things so. even in um love is blind with like Micah and what was her name <laughs> oh yeah Irina Irina um, it's like yeah they were acting fear. out of fear, acting out of fear, acting fear because fear. I think Irina yes. was like she's had like she's been bullied she's in insecure. the past she's insecure mm-hmm. like that's fear you know like yeah. she was afraid that she was gonna get bullied again or mm-hmm. whatever she wasn't acting out of love so she was being like extremely rude yeah it's like fear creates a lot of unkindness so yeah it can be hard sometimes but I think it's good to, like, challenge yourself to ask that question. I do find myself asking that question a lot. Yeah. I love that one. Okay. Uh, my last one is honesty is the best, best policy. policy. Wow. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> I think no, it's seriously. so important to just be honest. I think a lot of times I'm worried about how other people will take things that I'm saying or will think about what I've said or my actions, but I think being honest is so important and people really value when you're being transparent and honest with them. So yeah, that's all I got to say on that. My drop. I feel like our last three, they just speak for themselves. They stand on their own. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love that, you guys. I love hearing your eight things you've learned. I loved hearing your guys' too. It's very inspiring. And then maybe for everyone listening, you can send us a DM or leave a comment yeah, on we're our gonna Instagram. post something before we post this podcast so you guys can comment on that post and yeah. just like say something that you've learned in, in your, your however many yeah. years yeah you've been on this earth well, thank, thank you guys for listening yeah see you next sunday see you next sunday kisses. have a good day kisses, kisses. bye